0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by Cisco's WebEx. I'm Rebecca Iberra.
1: And I'm Dave Smith. It's Friday, April 8th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts.
0: Here's the latest
1: the nation's most exclusive legal club will soon have its first black woman as a member. The Senate on Thursday confirmed Judge Katanji Brown Jackson's nomination to the Supreme Court by a vote of 53 to 47. Here's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki.
0: We are about to have a new member of the Supreme Court, a historic and eminently qualified member of the Supreme Court, and she did get three uh, Republicans supporting her. That is, that is a good sign and something we should take a moment to celebrate. Dozens of people have been killed and more than 100 wounded at a packed train station in the eastern Ukrainian city of Krematorsk. Many were women and children just trying to follow government advice to evacuate as Russia shifts its focus to eastern Ukraine. In a video shared by the Ukrainian government, the remnants of a Russian missile near the scene have the words for the children scrawled on them. The Nobel Peace Prize-winning editor of one of Russia's last
1: independent newspapers was attacked on a train Thursday. Dmitry Muratov, editor of Novaya Gazeta, said he was traveling within Russia when a man threw red paint and acetone on him and yelled, here's one for our boys, possibly meaning Russian soldiers in Ukraine. Muratov's newspaper recently stopped publishing after pressure from the government. It was seen as one of the few Russian outlets willing to hold Putin to account.
0: The European Union has agreed to cut off imports of Russian coal. That's the first EU sanction to hit an entire Russian energy source. But the vote also showed European nations have limits about how much financial pain they're willing to endure over the war. Russian natural gas and oil are still flowing and still bringing in money to Moscow's coffers. Europe is heavily dependent on Russian gas in particular. The Manhattan District Attorney wants everyone to know his office is still investigating Donald Trump's potentially shady business practices. A little refresher, DA Alvin Bragg came under fire after two senior prosecutors on his team resigned, saying the DA's office was suspending the investigation in a grave failure of justice. Well... Bragg is out with a statement saying things are moving slowly because that's just how the criminal justice system works, but they are moving. We want to hear from you. Email us at insider.com. Coming up, what's Elon Musk's problem with baby turtles?
1: Webex is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com/hybridwork. Shortly after 11 a.m. Eastern today, SpaceX will send a former NASA astronaut and three civilians to the International Space Station. The flight is chartered by commercial aerospace company Axiom Space, and it's the first time a completely private crew is going to the ISS. Each of the four flyers paid a reported $55 million for their seats. It's yet another example of spaceflight transforming from something once reserved for highly trained astronauts to a halves. versus versus have not situation.
0: Amazon plans to object to last week's union victory in New York City. According to a filing with the National Labor Relations Board, the company alleges union advocates threatened workers at the Staten Island warehouse into voting yes, even telling immigrants they would lose their benefits. A lawyer for the Amazon Labor Union calls these accusations really absurd. But the retail giant has until April 22nd to back up its claims.
1: In February, former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores filed a racial discrimination lawsuit against the NFL, Two more coaches joined that lawsuit on Thursday. Steve Wilkes says he was hired as a, quote, bridge coach for the Arizona Cardinals and was unfairly fired after just one season, replaced with a white coach with no prior NFL coaching experience. And Ray Horton says he was only interviewed by the Tennessee Titans because of the Rooney rule, which requires teams talk to at least one person of color for any head coaching job. The Titans eventually hired a white candidate in. Want
0: a six-figure job? How about long-haul trucker for Walmart? The retail giant is bumping up salaries for its internal fleet of drivers from $88,000 a year to a range of $95,000 to $110,000. It's also starting a program to train workers in its fulfillment or distribution centers to become certified drivers. This is all in an effort to ease the ongoing trucker shortage. Survivors of sexual assault are being wrongly billed out-of-pocket prices for rape kits administered at hospitals. That's according to a new study by the Kaiser Family Foundation. Under federal law, rape kits are supposed to be completely free, but hospital staff aren't always properly trained on the rules. And as a result, two-thirds of patients are billed an average of more than $300.
1: Elon Musk wants to send humans to Mars, and the first step is to build a massive rocket launch site on a beach in southern Texas called Boca Chica. The cost of his ambitious plan? Well, killing endangered baby sea turtles, to start. Insider's Adam Rogers, who reports on the tech industry, says Musk doesn't just want to put a human on the red planet, he wants to make the entire human race multiplanetary, and that vision is informed by his unique brand of billionaire philosophy. So Adam... What is Musk actually trying to do in Boca Chica?
2: Well, on the Elon Musk side, he has a company called SpaceX you've probably heard of. And there, SpaceX would like to build a giant uh, rocket called Starship. So this is huge. this massive rocket. And the idea is that this is the thing that's going to go not just to orbit, but eventually to the moon and eventually to Mars. So Boca Chica is one of the launch pads that SpaceX owns. And this is on the beach. It's kind of a beautiful sort of dunes and salt marsh surrounded by, I should say, wildlife preserves, state parks, and one of the only nesting places for a, a sea turtle called the Kemp's Ridley sea turtle, the most endangered sea turtle in the world, as well as all kinds of other rare stuff like ocelots and jaguar indies. Right. And so is it worth it to
1: displace, potentially kill all of these animals in order to do what Elon Musk is trying to do, which again, you know, it's just a chance at giving us a shot at, at Mars, um, <laughs> sending us to another planet. It's not a guarantee at all. So there's this kind of tension here of is it worth sacrificing what we currently
2: have for what we might have? I should say, we make those kind of decisions about businesses and industry all the time. You know, wherever you put a new business, a new industry, there was some ecosystem there first. We, we do these cost-benefit analyses. And what Elon Musk thinks is that because there's even a thin chance that there could be what's an existential event on earth and i don't mean that like in the oh what's life all about kind of existentialism but existential meaning everyone could die you know a pandemic or an asteroid or nuclear war yeah um he thinks that if there's even the thinnest chance of that because humanity is so great that you should have a backup plan you should have a site b you know you should have some other place where there are humans. so that's that's his goal as he said to have permanent human settlements somewhere else like mars
1: yeah. And th- and that makes sense. I mean, I was reading your piece and it kind of troubled me because as I was going through it, at first I was like, oh my God, do I agree with Elon Musk? <laughs> because I was actually feeling like, you know what? I As much as I love sea turtles, like we all watch Finding Nemo, we all love Crush. But honestly, like I was thinking... You know, killing sea turtles, it's not that big of a sacrifice if
2: it gives us just a shot at space. And so is is he wrong? One of the things you, you have to buy is that there are these existential risks and you have to believe that they're going to be able to build a permanent settlement on Mars. It's really hard to imagine an unsupported settlement on Mars. But OK, let's pretend they could go to some other planet. million,
1: billion planets out there. One of them's got to work, right?
2: Right then you're still left with the idea that it's people who get very, very rich at something like building an app or an electric car who get to make these policy decisions for the rest of us. right? And so what decision are we making here? That somebody who does that then gets to decide what the future of humanity is. You know, they've already made a decision about what they think people are worth in a really explicit way. But really, what I what I do think the question more worth asking is is why those people get to decide and who the sea turtles really are here because you and I are not going to be able to afford a ticket on this rocket, you know. Well, speak for yourself, Adam. I'm fine. I'm a journalist. We make a lot of money. (laughs) And you look, you have a podcast. I mean, (laughs) yeah,
1: podcast money. Think about it. What do I have? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll let you on. I'll let you on. But yeah, I mean, that's so. Are we the sea turtles, Adam? Is that what's going on here? Are we the sea turtles being sacrificed? For the potential of possible future us's who are multiplanetary and smarter, you know, hundreds of years down the line. Right.
2: Who's worth more? Who's worth more? A podcaster or a thousand Mozarts? I mean, you <laughs> do the math, my friend. I mean, team sea turtle, obviously.
1: <laughs> but Adam, thank you so much for joining us today on The Refresh. My pleasure. Thanks for having me anytime. Adam Rogers writes about the tech industry for Insider.
0: Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show.
1: The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Dave Smith.
0: And Rebecca Ibarra. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. Andy Bowers is head of audio at Insider.
2: Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.